You're listening to episode 27 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hello, and welcome to episode 27. I am really excited about today's guest. Today's guest is Heidi Culbertson, and she is the CEO and founder of Marvi, an Alexa skill that is specifically geared towards the aging population and a way to help this population stay in touch with their families or their loved ones. And it's fascinating where this product came out of. Heidi talks about her story with her own mother uh, in terms of how she came up with this idea. Uh, We talk about the impact that this voice-first technology uh, is having on the aging population. And we talk a little bit about where it's going in the future and, uh, and just overall how wonderful it is that there are products like these that really are making a positive impact in the world. So uh, Heidi is a leader in this area. She is a well-renowned speaker and is speaking at numerous conferences about voice-first technology and the aging population, and I'm really, really excited to have her on the podcast. So without any further ado, here is Heidi Culbertson. Great. Well, welcome to the podcast, Heidi. It's a pleasure to have you on. I was wondering if you could first tell our listeners a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are and your involvement with the Voice First technology world. Great. Thanks, Terry, for having me, uh, and I'd be happy to. Um, I've spent the last 25 years in emerging technology. Uh, was part of the emergence of the wireless industry and then mobile applications, mobile computing, and the Internet of Things. Um, really got involved with voice-first technology in 2014 when the uh, Amazon Echo first was released within days. Um, I happen to be from a large family. I'm the youngest of all the kids. Uh, I had a mother who was still playing tennis at 87. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, healthy, baby aspirin a day, no, no, no medication, cognitively sharp. But unfortunately, went blind due to macular degeneration by age 90. Oh, my. I'm sorry. And what, yeah. And, and, and it, you know, she lost her independence, um, really became more isolated and lonely, She's still living by herself. So we gave her the Amazon Echo in December uh, when it, in 2014 when it was first released in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, completely opened her world again within minutes. Oh, wow. And, and so we we sort of hacked into the device uh, to do some specific things for my family, um, looked at really how many people are similar to my mother, the millions, mm-hmm. um, both from a user perspective and from a family caregiving perspective. So when, when Amazon opened up development, even in the early days, uh, decided to really really combat social isolation and really try and improve quality of life and social engagement and kind of peace of mind for family caregivers. So that's kind of how it started. 
That's great. Yeah, you know, you, when you were just describing that story of when you first gave it to your mom, so what was that like, those first couple of minutes for her when she got it and you were watching that interaction? Well, you know, it was interesting because, you know, when you say Alexa, uh, when you say the wake word, you know, the light ring on the top of the device lights up. Mm-hmm. Well, someone who's, blind, someone who's blind can't see that. Oh, that's right. So we had to, we had to teach her to say Alexa, you know, and pause for two seconds and then ask to play her favorite song. And then we asked, you know, she asked for the weather in our old hometown. Um, the reaction was pure delight. And then immediately, can it do this? Can it do that? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was, uh, it was really enlightening um, because she could no longer uh, read, and she was a voracious reader. Um, she liked to sing, so it really, it really was an entertainment um, kind of process for us. And it gave her someone to talk to during the day. That's how it started. Uh, and then we realized that some of the things that we used to do as a family with my mother. Um, like she used to send an email every morning just saying, okay, to all the kids. Hmm. Um, and then once she couldn't do that anymore, cause she couldn't write an email, see it. Uh, we added dragon dictation to her computer, but then she couldn't find the app. Oh. And so then it became, you know, and she was healthy. I mean, it was just a peace of mind, uh, sort of thing. And so my sisters who were local started stopping by, uh, you know, on the way to work, just to check in. And then once the echo came out, you know, the, that's how we came up with the first feature of Marvy uh, from a business perspective was just sending a very simple, I'm okay message. Wonderful. And yeah. And it was, it's all about independence. That's fantastic. That's a great segue into sort of independence and in general, how this voice first technology is impacting uh, the aging population and people living in isolation and that sort of thing. And that's one of the biggest reasons I wanted to have you on this podcast is because you're quickly becoming a, a spokesperson and an expert in this area. And so I'd love to hear your views about, you know, now hearing this story with your, your mom, I can see why it, it's, it's, a, it's a passion of yours. But how are you seeing this uh, technology being adopted and making changes in these people's lives? A great question. Um, you know, it's today is very different from two years ago when the echo first came out, um, just from a capability standpoint, you know, when you used to ask Alexa, what time is it back in early 2015, Alexa would say nine fifteen, mm-hmm. <laughs> And I remember tweeting, actually, I sent a couple of tweets to the, uh, small development team at Amazon at that time. And I said, could someone add AM or PM? <laughs> and I said, my mom's blind. She just woke up in the middle of the night. You know, Alexa told her it was 4.15. She got up, got dressed. Oh, dear. Thinking it, was a- thinking it was afternoon. She thought she was getting ready for dinner. And so it's really evolved. Um, you know, as people age, and, and I don't know the stats off the top of my head for Canada, mm-hmm. but in the U.S., there's 55 million people over, over age 65, 10,000 a day turns 65. Wow. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, voice, voice first really means the first interaction with technology is going to be spoken. 
Uh, we're coming out of the mobile first, where mobile became the first screen, so to speak, we interact with, mm -hmm. into a voice-first world. Um, there's three generations over age, age 65, you know, 65 to 110, let's say. Okay. Um, they each, that's the, the oldest generation is a generation that taught all of us kids how to write, handwrite thank you notes. Right, yeah. <laughs> So they're very conversational. Um, the younger, the younger kind of slice of the older generation over 65 is really multimodal. You know, they might be on a desktop, they might have mo a mobile device, and they'll also use voice. So you know, they'll go to voice first. But the over 70 population is uh, very few of them have smartphones. A low percentage. And they will be the voice-only group, in my opinion. But they all know how to talk unless they have a health issue and a speech problem. Uh -huh. um, it's natural language. It's the lowest barrier to technology we've seen ever. And um, as the technology evolves, it's just really about making daily life better. Because as you get older, um, whether you're very active or whether you're, you know, a little bit more infirm or frail or fragile uh, in the older years, um, it's about micro moments of quality of life, and voice first technology is going to offer that. That's fantastic. Um, what about the technology itself in terms of, um, I guess, the setup and and you know how easy is it for a person that really doesn't interact with technology on a daily basis to sort of first set that up or, or how do you see that as, is that a barrier, I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah. It, it, in a, in a sense, it's a barrier. Um, and that's a very commonly asked question. Um, from a, from a real data perspective, when we first launched the ask Marvy Alexa skill, which was one of the first thousand skills mm -hmm. and we launched it with very simple notifications and we also wanted the configuration of our skill to be managed in one central location for the family member. But when we first launched for the first year, 99% of our signups were family members uh, setting up an older parent that's, or a loved one. That's very interesting. Okay. Yeah. That has dropped and now today, in two th as of three days ago when I checked it, um, that's dropped to 84%. So seniors uh, or older adults are signing up themselves. So depending on their setting, whether they're at home or if they're in a senior living community, uh, the number one barrier is always going to be, do they have Wi-Fi? Mm -hmm. um, if that's a given, the setup is as seamless as it can possibly be today. Um, but normally the oldest old, uh, do need assistance with setup. Once it's set up, it's pretty seamless. Mm -hmm. uh, when we launched the our Alexa skill back then, based on the development tools at the time, uh, we had two two purposes. One was providing some very simple things for a very specific audience, uh, those who might be hindered by vision, mobility, aging challenges, you know, or or other um, other. I don't want to say disabilities, mm -hmm. um, but those who really will rely on voice to open up their world again. 
Um, the other was to, was to really capture user experience. So we've spent the last year and we've held, we've helped over 5,000 older adults learn how to use Alexa. We've interviewed and surveyed uh, probably 7,500 family members and care teams. Um, because in the beginning, it's just all about training. Um, and it's all about identifying where Alexa helps them in their in their normal routine of their day. Okay. And what I mean what I mean by that is, you know, uh, the Echo devices, the Google Home devices, they all do a lot of different things. Um, you know, and everyone goes to you can play music. You just say, you know, Alexa, play such and such. Mm-hmm. But if that but if that older adult doesn't normally play music that feature is not very important to them. So a lot of it's just really defining uh, what do they normally do and um, connecting things like a smart light, a smart plug is really one of the first things you do with an older adult. Okay, fast. So when you say you, you've trained thousands of people, what, is, what, what does that look like? Are you, do you mean you actually go to their place and train them or is this an online yeah. training? Or? Yeah, we have done uh, – we have done over 5,000 in-person trainings. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are one, many of them are one-on-one. And then we've also, uh, held some group trainings at senior living communities, senior centers, things like that. Um, I've actually lived in three senior living communities in the U S for a week at a time, uh-huh. um, to, to gather, you know, data and user experience and suggestion and ideas and feedback. Um, as I've been building Marvy. Um, but yeah, and, and a lot of it is really helping them understand that it's day one, it's just the beginning, and it will improve. Um, and that there, there really are set phrases. Um, none of the voice assistant technologies are conversational yet, it's more transactional provide a voice command, hear a response. Right. Um, interestingly enough, and I don't know if you all have that because you sometimes in Canada, sometimes you all get features a little bit after we do in the U.S. Yes. Um, so I don't know if you have the follow-on mode. Uh, we don't yet. No, it, it's actually kind okay. of funny because it was it for some reason it showed up on some people's devices here and then it disappeared. So yeah, which means they're about to test it up there. So the follow-on mode, what that is, is um, they basically leave the session open. So that if you want to make a, a follow-on re- uh, request, you don't have to say the wake word Alexa again. Mm-hmm. But what has happened, as soon as that came out, because I look at everything from a perspective of how does this help or hinder or what do we have to be careful of in communicating about a feature. Sure. Um, but a lot of the oldest, oldest adults are without a doubt the most polite generation. And they just naturally make a request to Alexa, and after Alexa responds, they say thank you automatically. Okay. And yeah. many of them, many of them would get frustrated that Alexa never said "You're welcome." <laughs> oh, okay, that's so funny. with the follow. So with the follow-on mode, because the session stays open in case you're going to ask another request. Now, when you say thank you, it says "You're welcome" or "My pleasure." <laughs> That's really interesting. Okay. Yeah, and it's all these little things um, that that uh, just make that emotional connection 
or even humorous connection with an older adult, which drives uh, adoption. Sure. I could see how even that simple little difference of the device saying you're welcome can make it seem a little more conversational and less transactional, like you said. Exactly. Exactly. And and it will improve. And, and a lot of the training is also about it's okay to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 you know, I recall that when my mother was um, a little further on mm-hmm. uh, and we were training her on something new and then, she, we, you know, we said, okay, Alexa, ask this. So my mother said, Alexa, and she forgot what she was supposed to ask. So she just said, wake up. <laughs> and suddenly Alexa said, I'm up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, wow. And my mother, I almost fell out of her chair laughing. So um, part of training is also you're going to make mistakes. Alexa's not always going to understand you. Mm-hmm. Um, it was rare. It's very insightful from a design standpoint because um, with everyone, but especially with older adults, um, they're very they get frustrated with uh, errors uh, sure. if they're not understood, but they're absolutely fine with clarification. So if they make a request, uh, uh, you know, say, you know, set, set an alarm for eight o'clock, mm-hmm. you know, Alexa responds with, you know, morning or evening. Sure. Um, so that's clarification. If they, Alexa was to respond with, I don't know, that's frustrating. <laughs> okay. So that's, you've got obviously a lot of data here then. You've had a lot of experience with, uh, seeing these people interact with uh, with Alexa, um, what's the general take? Would you say in once they've got the training, are they are they loving it? Do they just now you know use it every day? Are there people that are you know not so crazy about it? What's what's your general take on that? I think there's a mix. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the majority uh, it just becomes part of their everyday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from a from a Marvy user perspective, because we have thousands of I'm OK messages, as an example, and family news messages happening every day. Um, it really depends on the se- on the age segment of the user. If you were to ask a 60 year old, um, what would you like Alexa to do for you? They would say, can I schedule my tea time? Oh, interesting. For golf? Okay. Uh, whereas, a, whereas a 90 year old might say, can I contact my daughter? Um, uh, so, you know, because the connection, your social circle, uh, changes. Sure. Um, you know, and at age, simple things become more difficult. Well, voice makes those things simple again. So, and I've been part of a few Amazon echo pilots. Um, and the feedback from those is unbelievable. 75% of the residents use it every day. Wow. And so the adoption's just beginning, and uh, the solutions, the third-party solutions that are going to be coming, especially as artificial intelligence and really real conversational design happens, um, it's never going to replace a human, Mm -hmm. um, but it is going to open up the world again. Um, You know, part of what we're building at Marvy is family caregiving. Uh, solutions where it's simple alerts and engagement, um, but we're also building a business community platform. And a community could be a senior assisted living, or independent living, or 
the senior, the local senior center or a family group um, where it'll be a closed system where you can really um, drive engagement. We're doing we're a little bit in stealth mode on that. That'll launch later in 2018, and that will be available. Uh, initially in the u.s and canada actually well that's great so maybe just at a higher level here because I, I we were sort of talking about marvy but i never specifically asked you like could you explain to the listeners uh, you know sort of over what is marvy and how does it work yeah and i apologize because I, I i naturally talk about yeah, both. no no that's fine <laughs> um so marvy is a uh voice first platform that we're creating to really drive uh, voice-first lifestyle from a social engagement perspective. So the existing Ask Marvy Alexa skill, which can be found in the skills catalog uh, within the Alexa app, it's called Marvy, M-A-R-V-E-E, mm-hmm. has four features. Three are, pers- are just personal notifications where you can send an I'm okay message, you can send a, hey, visit me, Uh, or call me and then the third is a family news messaging group where you invite family members or friends into a private group they have a mobile app that uh, is a companion app that they can send messages to the user when they ask for family news Hmm. and the Alexa user the older adult just can interact with it every day if they'd like Uh, we have a couple different um, uh, kind of business units almost to Marvy So that's our existing skill that we will be adding probably 30 more features to over time. Oh, wow. Uh, Our Marvy community is a business platform, as I mentioned, where it'll be about community communication, uh, whether it's broadcasting the weekly bulletin, what's for lunch, what's the next activity, would you like to go? Yes. Do you need assistance getting there? Yes. Okay, we'll schedule so-and-so. Great. Um, yeah. We have a voice, uh, a Marvy Studio, which is really our, our voice-first strategy and speaking kind of group. And then at the end of this month, we're launching the Marvy Academy, which will be an online training subscription service. Mm-hmm. That's uh, tutor- very short tutorials. Um very 100% geared towards older adults and family members or care teams. So, uh, for example, you know, how do you how do you create an Alexa blueprint for the caregiver that comes into your home? How do you create an Alexa blueprint for uh, mom or dad uh, to remember? You know, here's the garage code. Here's, you know, the garbage goes out Tuesday and Fridays. Uh, so we want to really specialize uh, and craft some different tutorials that are specific to some of the needs of the older generation. Wow, that sounds fantastic. That's a, I'm sure there's a huge need and a growing need in our population. Yeah, and we started small. We put out a very simple skill, um, which, uh, which we have had great feedback on. Uh, and then our mission, as people were first adopting the Echo, was really to collect real user experience um, because we're not just trying to throw out a mobile app, for example, um, uh, from adoption. We want we want Marvy to have impact, mm-hmm. um, and we're just at the beginning. This is first generation. Uh, this is like day one of voice technology, um, but I think that the population that's going to be impacted 
the most quickly from a quality of life is older adults. Yeah, yeah, and I, I tend to agree with you too. Uh, in my in my sort of experience in my research with you know limited mind you, I've only been doing this for about six months, but in what I've seen already, uh, I think I think well, I just think there's some amazing things happening in this uh, in this group. Uh, when it comes to voice first technology. And the more I hear you talk about this, wow, it sounds like you've got some great things in the pipeline as well for this population. Well, and, yeah, and, and, and my perspective is, um, you know, because there's a lot of things happening with artificial intelligence. There's a lot of things happening with social ro- robots. There's a lot of talk about, you know, down the road, we're going to have such conversational um, capabilities with these simple voice assistants. Uh, and I happen to think that the device, we made a de- dedicated decision to build a software company so that we weren't hindered by the form factor of the device. Mm-hmm. Um, but my philosophy on business and my philosophy, on, especially with this business, because this business, what a unique opportunity to, to grow a business and do social good. Yes. Um, but my perspective is we always have to meet the customer where they are today uh, from an execution standpoint while we roadmap to the capabilities of the future. Um, so that's why, you know, simple things for older adults make such a huge difference. Um, and our target market is really 70 and up right now, uh, age 70 and up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, this is, you know, I was in the early days of mobile. I worked for a wireless carrier when they were building the network and nobody even knew what a cell phone was. Hmm. Um, and so I was fortunate to ride the mobile, the mobile world adoption. Uh, this is very similar. Um, the Amazon Echo and Google Home, that, but the Amazon Echo coming out reminds me of when the iPhone came out and it changed the user experience with mobile apps. That's very interesting. And you're not, I mean, you're certainly not the first person that has said that. So I think there's a general consensus that we're living in a very, very interesting time right now. Yeah. And, and I look at this a couple different ways, you know, and we're going to see some really neat things in the future. I'm really looking forward to a couple events that are coming up later in the year. But this is a very unique time where we're going to have just incredible social impact on, on, on an important, um, a very important population, uh, not just from social isolation and social engagement, not just um, um, healthy older adults or those that might be hindered by vision, but the Amazon Echo, the data is already showing for early dementia, for autism, um, it's a really impactful um, solution. So, and it's always, of course, it's still just voice, <laughs> yeah. um, but how easy is voice to use Yeah. Uh, hand, and hands-free, it's incredible. That's, yeah, no, it really is. I loved what you said, the, the ability to, to build a business, but build a business around doing something that's, you know, socially good is, um, is remarkable. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I've worked for, I've been fortunate enough to work in fortune 10 companies and most of my life was spent in a growth stage or startups. Um, and when I left the last startup I was with, uh, happened to be around the time the echo came out with my mother. I went, Oh my gosh, I'm going to build a business around this because once my mother started, um, her neighbors were, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And then the last 10 months of her life, 
she was in an assisted living uh, community up in uh, Boston. And they used to bring in a piece of paper every day. A fabulous community, but they brought in a piece of paper every day with the menu on it, another piece of paper with the activity calendar for the day. And my mother used to laugh and say, do you think they don't remember that I'm blind? Oh. <laughs> and, so, and so some of the uh, impetus to really uh, open up the world for my mom and, and the millions like her came from watching the everyday and how life would change if we could just allow them to ask a couple simple questions that apply to their everyday. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, I think that's a really good place to, to sort of wrap up here. I want to just mention to the listeners that um, right now, Marvie's not in Canada. Um, but again, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is because of the incredible work that you're doing. And, uh, and hopefully it won't be long before it's going to be here. But maybe you can just speak a little bit to about that if you know what the sort of roadmap is for Canada. Or, or if you don't, that's fine. But what, what kind of are the plans there? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we are coming to Canada. <laughs> Good. Um, I'm glad to hear that. In the, in, yeah, in the early days, you know, it was U.S. only. Um, there were no other countries that were were that Amazon was shipping the Echo to. Uh, we've always had plans to open up to Canada. Um, we've got the U.K., we've got Australia, we've got a lot of different countries on our on our roadmap. Canada will be actually the first one we. Uh, enter into <laughs> Great. Uh, it will it will be we'll be there this year for sure um, can't really give a time frame mm -hmm. uh, there's different policies it's not just language translation um, you know uh, English Canada versus English uh, US but there's some different policies we want to make sure we're doing things correctly from a security standpoint sure absolutely and that but we'll be sense. there for sure that's great that's great um Wonderful. Um, is there anything else that um, that you wanted to mention that I didn't get a chance to ask you? Um, I would just recommend to every listener that has a parent, uh, especially an elder parent or, or a loved one with some sort of um, uh, disability or, or struggle, go out and buy them an Echo. Hmm. Um, it's it's or Google Home, uh, either one. Um, it's life changing. Um, that's probably the most important last statement is go buy them an Echo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, fair enough. And it's an, it's incredible um, what what I've seen as well with people that are isolated, and you put this device in their home, and um, there's just something about it. They now, it's not a, it's not a real person, but it's, there's something about this device being there that this person is now able to talk to you, and they're just not on. They're not just they're just not constantly alone. Um, yeah, and, and Terry, if you don't mind, let me add two things. Yeah, please. Um, that are more you that are more user experience uh, perspectives because we have we have a lot of uh, adult children who are buying. Um, uh, amp, uh, echoes or echo devices for their parents. Uh, so number one, don't buy on price if you don't have to. Uh, if there's hearing loss, look at which device to buy. The echo has seven speakers. The dot has one. Mm. Uh, number two, the family member can join the house. The elder parent can be in the same household as the uh, adult child. And so that adult 
that adult family member can manage a lot of the configuration of services remotely through the Alexa app. Right. And then, and then number three, um, the first thing to do as far as connecting smart devices is connect the lamp that's in the bedroom. Mm. That's Uh, great. We used to, yeah, we, it's because most older adults get up in the middle of the night. Um, so we actually had a, uh, light, we had my mother in a household with my sister who lived 20 minutes away in the early days. I don't know if you could still do it this way, actually. And we named a, the, the, this light at my sister's mom's light. So every morning my mother would get up and say, turn on mom's light. And my sister would know that my mom got up. <laughs> oh, that's fascinating. What a yeah, great so idea. These, yeah. So these are the little things beyond just the, the impact of voice first technology. These are some of the little nuances that I, I think are really impactful for, for the family uh, and, the, and the older adult. So uh, it's not just about asking for the weather. People, you can be very creative with how you kind of keep the family in touch. So yeah. I wanted to kind of, I just wanted to add a couple more items. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. That's fan- That's that. And I, I really like that idea about the light. I wonder if you can still do that. I think that's fantastic. So wonderful. Well, I, I want to let the listeners know as well that you are, uh, you are a, a well-renowned speaker and you are going to be speaking uh, this summer at voice 18 and later on in the year at the Silicon Valley boomer summit. Um, and so if anybody is interested in these topics and by all means, those would be great events to, to check out. Um, yeah, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Now, please, how can the listeners find out more about you or what's the best way to get in touch with you if they want to talk to you or ask you questions or otherwise want to connect with you? Oh, great. Uh, my email address is Heidi, H E I D I at ask. A-S-K, Marvie, M-A-R-V-E-E. I'm on Twitter all the time. Uh, my Twitter handle is H. Culbertson. And you can also on Facebook go to the uh, Ask Marvie uh, Facebook page. Wonderful. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Heidi, for spending some time with us on the podcast. Um, boy, it's great what you've got going on. And like I said, the... The, the products that are really, you know, making a difference in people's lives are the ones that I think are going to, you know, they're, they've got, there's something special about those ones. And um, so congratulations on what you're doing. I can't wait for it to come to Canada. Hopefully you'll keep me updated and, and, uh, and we'll stay in touch and we'll, uh, we'll see where things go from there. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview. Thank you so much to Heidi again for taking some of your time uh, to record the podcast. Uh, I love what you're doing with Ask Marvy, and uh, I hope that it will be in Canada very, very soon. Pretty please. And, uh, and when it does, I'll, I, I'm very excited to check it out, of course. Uh, again, uh, to the listeners, if you want to check out what uh, Heidi's doing, I will have all of the links to everything we talked about today, including how to contact her on Twitter and through email, on the show notes page, which you will find at alexaincanada.ca slash 27. 
And finally, just a quick reminder that if you do want to purchase an Echo device for somebody like Heidi suggested, uh, then I am an affiliate for Amazon. If you go to the website, alexincanada.ca, and you click on any of the devices that you see there under the devices page or on the homepage or on the resources page, I do earn a small commission from that, but it is at absolutely no uh, extra cost to you. Again, I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode and make sure you are subscribed because we have some more incredible speakers coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks and you do not want to miss them. Until then, have a great week and I will talk to you soon. She's got skills.